<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. All right, Mr. News, hit it! Next on the Ledger Report, doctors being targeted for destruction because they are speaking out against the vaccine, the dangers of the vaccine, so-called. We'll speak to one of them. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. This city is moving in the right direction. Uh, New Yorkers um, could be, should be proud of themselves. One of our success and- Stop tape, sorry, New Yorkers. No, you should be ashamed of yourselves. Absolutely 100% ashamed of allowing politicians to ruin, trample, destroy your constitutional rights. The greatest city on the planet, right? New York, New York, the city that never sleeps, the pinnacle of freedom, home to the Statue of Liberty, home to the Empire State Building, home to the real genius that was the United States and the rugged individualism that helped build the United States, home to a couple of key members of the founding team of, of this republic. Alexander Hamilton, New York City, supposedly the epicenter of the United States. And if you're the epicenter of the United States, you're the epicenter of freedom based on the United States Constitution. But no, this iteration of New York, this iteration of New Yorkers are cowards. You're cowards, by and large, New Yorkers. You need to be ashamed. You elected this moron number two right behind moron number one. He's just going to continue de Blasio's communist Marxist doctrine. He's just reshaping it in his own fashion. You got to be ashamed of him. You got to be ashamed of electing him when you had a choice. You had somebody else to choose from who was possibly going to adhere to the United States Constitution. New Yorkers have nothing to be proud of. Zero. You have allowed tyrants to run your city. You have allowed propagandists to permeate the airwaves in the largest media market in the country. I watch the local news, if you want to call it that, in New York City once in a while. It is astounding to me what the media do in New York. Just toe the line. Toe the line from City Hall told the line from whatever the governor of, of New York is saying, whatever the schools, whatever the unions want, 
They just repeat it. They just regurgitate it. They don't challenge it. They don't say, hey, to the mayor, you know what? Your vaccine mandate is not only destroying constitutional rights, but your vaccine mandate is destroying businesses. How in the wide world of sports? If you're coming up visiting, say, from Florida, which I am telling you not to do if you're in a red state, but I'm just using this as an example. If you're visiting New York from Florida, and you're not one of these nutcases who have swallowed not only the Kool-Aid, but the entire pot of Kool-Aid, and gotten the jab, and you want to go to dinner in Manhattan, and you don't have a COVID vaccine passport or anything that resembles it, what are you saying to that visitor from Florida? Screw you. That's what you're saying to them. Same thing in California, by the way. Nothing to be proud of there. You got to wear a mask. There's a mask going on in California. If you live in a free state, I'm telling you, breaking news, it's a separate life in California. It's a separate life in New York. These people are living in Marxist fantasy land. You're living in freedom. They're living in Marxist fantasy land. You can't do nothing in California with some sort of proof or indication that you are abiding by the illegal, immoral, unconstitutional edicts from the governor or the, the mayor or the, the board of supervisors in California or the mayor of, of New York. That's not America. That's 1984. That's George Orwell. People are cowering in their homes because they're scared to death because of the propaganda that's being pushed out by the media promulgated by these Marxists who occupy high office in these blue states. It's unbelievable that there is this dichotomy going on in this country. And the Californians and New Yorkers in particular, and in Illinois too, no doubt about it, Chicago mainly, in these three major regions where you, if you look at the population centers, it's among the most populous in the country. New York, California, Illinois. The bluest of blue states. They are living in the COVID stone age, while the rest of the country has moved on. Omicron. Remember us talking about Omicron about a month ago? Ooh, Omicron, run for your lives. Ah, it's Omicron. We knew this was nonsense back then. I was making fun of it back then. I'm making fun of it today. It is a virus. And viruses are going to do what viruses are going to do. Yet these politicians are somehow using the fact that we knew that the Omicron was going to peak real fast, not hurt a lot of people, maybe make them sick a little bit, and then going to wane very quickly. These politicians are claiming victory over Omicron, claiming that their unconstitutional policies are the thing that created the downward slope. They're lying. They're out of their minds. And no one in the media is standing up and saying, excuse me, Mr. Mayor, you're full of roll tape. Moving our uh, city back to a positive place is that we have the highest vax rates in the nations. 
And it's because of our work. Uh, we listened to the call. You told neighbors and friends. You sent a clear message that vaccinations and booster shots are successful. Stop tape. We know, Mr. Mayor, they're not. Why is it now we know? It depends on what numbers you're looking at. It depends on what hospitals you're looking at. It depends on who the source of the reporting is. But we know if you've been jabbed and you've been boosted and you've been boosted again, you're still getting Omicron. Why is that, Mr. Mayor? How is that a successful deployment of a so-called vaccine when you can still get the disease? Could you explain that one to me? Yet here we are. We're living in 1984. Shut up, line up, and just get the booster now. In Israel, they're talking about fourth booster. Yet the doctors, even the CDC is saying, eh, you know what, uh, yeah, that's probably not going to do anything. Because it doesn't work in the first place, and these boosters are not doing their job. The booster is supposed to increase the antibodies or increase the immunity or what have you. And it's not working. So they keep saying, line up, shut up, and get another one. And if you don't have a booster, you're not allowed in the restaurant. It's unbelievable. It doesn't work. The booster doesn't work, yet you got to have it. You're changing your DNA. Don't worry about it. Shut up, line up, and get the booster. It is amazing now, what, almost 24 months into this debacle, that we're even having this conversation. Yet, this is part and parcel to what I have called many times now, the greatest internal attack in the history of this republic. Omicron, COVID is just the excuse for these Marxists to do what they're doing. And that is take away your constitutional rights. And there's a new mayor in New York, but it's the same Marxist policies. Roll tape. And this work, uh, we just crossed the 16 million doses administered in New York City, including two point uh, five uh, million booster shots. Uh, we need to really commend everyday New Yorkers, but we have work to do. We're no Stop tape. Of course, that's a good Marxist speaking there. Uh, Mayor Eric Adams, he's a good Marxist. There's always more work to do. There's always more work to do. That sounds like a capitalist talking there, right? That sounds like somebody who would be working in the free market, but of course he's not. He is an elected official. And when he says we have more work to do, that means he has more attacking to do of your constitutional rights if you happen to inhabit New York City. I've seen some uprisings in New York City. So when I say New York City, you gotta be ashamed of yourself, that excludes the people who are saying no to this nonsense. And frankly, I haven't been on the ground. And I haven't had any friends on the ground in New York City to tell me that, yeah, there are pockets of resistance, because I know there are. There's got to be, right? There have got to be restaurants in New York, and if you're one of them, let me know. I want to know about it. Contact me. Let me know that you're a pocket of resistance. You want me to advertise you? I will. I'll talk about you. If you don't, that's fine, too. But I want to know that there is still some modicum of patriotism in the Big Apple. Not, not everybody has left. Who cares about the United States Constitution? My God, there's got to be some resistance in New York City. There have got to be restaurants out there, mafia run or not. They're saying, come on in. 
And we're not going to waste our time checking your vaccine status. I pray to God they exist. I want to know about them. Roll tape. We're nowhere near where we ought to be, and we want to move even further to make sure that we get everyone boosted and vaccinated in the city. And this is going to help us get our lives back. It's going to help us open our city and do the things that we want to do. Stop tape. Help you get your lives back. How does getting a jab help you get your life back? Why don't we back up a little bit? How did we get in this situation in this country? How did you get in this situation in New York? Huh? Where you cannot work now in New York unless you can prove you've had the jab. How did you get in that situation? Well, out of fear, right? Millions of New Yorkers were suddenly afraid of going outside for fear of contracting the Wuhan coronavirus. I'm talking March and April of 2020 for fear of contracting the Wuhan coronavirus because they're going to die. But we now know the data. So what do you have to be afraid of? Okay, that's one aspect. Now that you know that the Wuhan coronavirus is 98.5% survivable across the board, and if you're under the age of 20, it's almost 100%. Why would you trust these Marxists, the mayor or the governor or whoever? Why would you trust them now? You know the facts. This is what's mind-boggling to me. You know the truth. The truth is, by and large, if you don't have four comorbidities, you're going to survive the Wuhan coronavirus. In any form. Delta, Omicron, or whatever. So, shouldn't you be rather upset at these elected officials who screwed up your lives and screwed up the economy for the last two years? and screwed up an election on purpose? Shouldn't you be outraged at these people and say, screw you? We don't have to wait for you to tell us that we have our lives back. We have our lives. You go pound salt. You go wear a mask. You go stay in your house. You social distance. We're going to live our lives. What happened to you, New Yorkers? Why don't you tell this guy where to go? Give him the Bronx cheer and live your life. Now, there's an entire undercurrent, and it is an undertow in this country, and it involves the medical community. I think I heard there's a million doctors in this country. And unfortunately, it sounds to me like the vast majority of the million doctors have swallowed the Kool-Aid, and so many have swallowed the Kool-Aid that you just need to shut up, line up, and get the jab, no questions asked, that there is pressure on the very few who are speaking up and saying, hey, wait a minute, I'm looking at the VARS reporting system, and these numbers are alarming. Even the AMA has come out Post-Supreme Court decision. So the Supreme Court, what was it, 6-3, comes out and says, no, Joe Biden, you cannot mandate the vaccine, so-called, for companies with 100 employees and more. Done deal, right? Yet the AMA, American Medical Association, says, um, no, 
we're going to recommend that all companies, 100 employees or more, get the vaccine. Screw the United States Supreme Court. Screw the Constitution. We're the AMA. Now, this is the way apparently the establishment or the swamp in the medical field think. Yeah, apparently there's a swamp or the swamp extends into the medical industry, something of this nature. And so any doctor that comes up and says, wait a minute, there's a new study out of Brazil on ivermectin that says if you take it prophylactically, and prophylactically means, in case you don't know, in this case, it just means you're taking it preventatively. If you take it prophylactically, it's going to reduce the number of sick, it's going to reduce the number of hospitalizations, and it's going to reduce the number of deaths. That has been peer-reviewed. This is a peer-reviewed study that every doctor in America, the million doctors, should be looking at and saying, oh, okay, wow, this is great, this is wonderful news. I will give my patients prophylactically or possibly in the early onset of COVID, I'm going to give them ivermectin because it works. Are we hearing that anywhere? No, we're hearing exactly the opposite. And we're going to talk to a doctor in just a moment here uh, who is attempting to shine the light of truth on what these so-called vaccines are doing to pregnant women and their babies. So we'll talk to him in just a moment. First, a very short, very important one-minute message. Roll tape. The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter Ledger in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. Or call 833-425-7246. 833-425-7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. Thank you for supporting MyPillow, Relief Factor, and The Ledger Report. So the latest numbers from the VARS VARS reporting system, uh, which is readily available for any journalist in this country to have a look at, any doctor to participate in. Doctors are supposed to be participating in the VARS VARS reporting system, but there's only about a 1% historic compliance. The latest numbers, when you drill down, you look at miscarriages, is 3,500 reported. So if there's a 1% compliance, 1% historic uh, participation rate in the VARS VARS reporting system, you can do the numbers, that's a significant number. I don't care how many doses of the so-called vaccine have been meted out, that is a significant number. And I think uh, the doctor that's joining us now would agree with that. He's coming to us from the Pensacola area in Florida, not in San Francisco, OBGYN, Dr. James Thorpe. Doctor, I'm sure you look at these VARS, VARS numbers uh, quite regularly, I do, uh, and they are staggering. Uh, to anybody who has a brain and, and can look at these and compare the number of dead, the number of severe adverse reactions in just 24 months, or no, 12 months, I should say, in just 12 months versus the 40-year history of VARS and 3,500 reported miscarriages 
Again, if that's a 1% compliance, that's a staggering number. Graham, first, thanks for having me on your platform uh, and keep up the terrific work. It is staggering. Um, and, and I choose to actually report pregnancy loss, which includes both miscarriage and fetal death. And for your viewers, the difference is the gestational age of 20 weeks. So when I do my analytics, there's a striking increase in pregnancy loss and in fetal malformation around the board. And we've broken all the laws. By the way, VAERS is, is a legislated, legally legislated law by Ronald Reagan in 86 as a quid pro quo. So it's incumbent upon the CDC and the FDA to maintain that, which they have not done. And it's uh, incumbent upon every physician in the United States of America, especially the organizations that have gagged every single physician or nurse in the United States of America. They should have followed the 550 rule that we've always followed. Five deaths and you get a black box warning from the FDA. 50 deaths, the drug is removed from the market. We have ignored illegally, unethically, and morally. We as a nation have completely thrown our safety guidelines out the window. It's uh, it's somewhere between uh, 1984, George Orwell's 1984, and Soylent Green uh, that we're experiencing here. And if you had said to me two years ago that we would be going through this right now, I would have said, doctor, you're insane, but you're not. You're one of the few who is speaking up uh, about the so-called vaccines, these injections, these biological experiments that are being injected into tens of millions of Americans, but particularly, of course, you're focused on pregnant women. And the fact of the matter is because of a nine month gestation and the fact that these jabs have only been on the market for about 12 months, we don't know. We don't know how bad this actually is when it comes to pregnant women, but you're being targeted because you're speaking out along with a few other doctors who have guts. In a nutshell, what is going on within the medical community um, that is, uh, is it peer pressure? Is it pressure from these uh, AMAs and, and, and the different governing boards to just shut up and, and toe the line? What is going on within the medical industry right now in terms of doctors that are speaking up and speaking out about this? Graham, you nailed it. Uh, within six weeks of each other, every single governing body that has teeth uh, has threatened with very vague language, basically saying, you physician or nurse, if you deviate from our narrative, we will destroy you, your livelihood, your career, and your family in no uncertain terms. And um, I'm very, um, I've always held the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology um, in high esteem for 42 years. They completely lost all my respect in September when they, along with the American Board of Medical Subspecialties, the Federation of the State Medical Boards and the American Association of College of Nurses. They all came out with the same language and it's illegal, it's unethical, it's never heretofore uh, in the United States of America. I'm, I'm a veteran, I served in the Air Force, I took an officer's oath to my country, the military, I took a Hippocratic oath and more importantly, I have an oath to God and I will not stop speaking the truth. They can launch all the threats they want at me, 
but, but I'm fighting back. And that's what the letter to the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology is all about, because they are solely responsible for pushing this experimental gene therapy with zero credible safety data and zero, and they've ignored theirs. I, I, I really do think that there is a potential, significant potential for not only civil litigation against the American Board of OBGYN, but criminal, a Nuremberg 2.0, crimes against humanity, because that's what's going on. I want to work with them. I've reached out to George Wendell, the physician executive director. And by the way, his email is, uh, is gwendel at abog.org. And for all of you who are as outraged as I am, please email George Wendell at the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology and ask him, demand that um, they work with me and let me help them retract their illegal threats and make a statement that there should be no use of the vaccine in pregnancy. It should be completely removed. Well, like you said, it, it should be removed just based on the numbers that we've accumulated so far in the in the VARS report system, whether you're pregnant or not. In a nutshell, you sent this letter to the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology. Uh, in a nutshell, uh, what, what's the most important elements? So you included some um, slides along with this letter. What's the crux of your message? The crux of the message is what they've done is unprecedented, illegal, and it needs to be reversed. And I want to work with them to reverse that. They're on a disastrous course. Right. Um, um, and the crux, in a nutshell, is the numbers that I personally extracted with analytic experts out in Silicon Valley using medalerts.org. And I can vouch for the veracity of the data that I gave to uh, Dr. George Wendell and the rest of the American board. That is truthful, honest data, and it's stunning. Why is this happening? I, I know that that seems kind of a naive kind of question. Um, is it the same answer uh, that this is happening within the medical industry affecting, you know, effectively, I, I, last I heard there's about a million practicing doctors in this country, um, and X amount of them are, are staying silent, but a few of you are brave speaking up um, and speaking the truth. Is the same reason it's happening in your industry, the same reason it's happening um, at the federal government level or in certain blue states it's happening? Is it the same reason that the mainstream media are not doing just superficial journalism, like going and logging on and, and, and running the VARES numbers just like I do? Is it all because uh, there is a, a political undercurrent that's going on and permeating uh, these institutions that I just mentioned? That's, that's exactly right, Graham. I mean, listen, uh, mass murder um, and tyrannical uh, despotic uh, leaders have been around for 6,000 years. I mean, evil exists. You know, evil existed in World War I and World War II. Um, evil exists. And um, that's what people don't understand. When people at the highest levels um, that have so much money and start accumulating power, you know, I mean, you know the people I'm talking about, then they have to continue to run the entire world. And is there an element of big pharma 
in here as well, making uh, oodles and oodles of money? Trillions of dollars um, and corrupt politicians, corrupt medical journals. I refer to the whole constellation in my letter to uh, ABOG, American Board of OBGYN, as a cartel. And the cartel includes um, the hospital systems that have received billions and billions of dollars uh, of federal aid for uh, COVID. Um, it includes medical journals. It includes the pharmaceutical industry. It includes the insurance industry and it includes all the government agencies. This may seem like a dubious uh, question, but I, I wanna hear it from the horse's mouth. If you're a young lady who happens to be pregnant or going to get uh, pregnant, uh, what about the so-called vaccine, the so-called COVID vaccines? What is your recommendation? Don't ever take it. Any woman pregnant or not in their reproductive ages should never ever take it. Listen, women, fetal, uh, it, the baby at birth inside the womb has only 1 million gametes and they're already there ovum in their ovaries for the rest of their life. Very different than men. And the lipid nanoparticles, uh, uh, billions or trillions go throughout your body. They cross the blood brain barrier, the placental barrier. They concentrate in the ovary. So every single ovum that a woman has for her entire life is there at birth, very different from a man. And they get exposed to the lipid nanoparticles with the RNA cargo, a very dangerous and toxic situation. All right, so one more time, if folks wanna participate in your effort to get the word out, and the word is nothing more than the truth. This is not political, at least it shouldn't be political. It certainly is falling down political lines, I won't deny that. But this should be about liberty. This should, it should be about the constitutional rights of, of young ladies who may or may not be of, of uh, childbearing age. Uh, this should be about a choice that they're gonna make and, and conferring with their doctor based on the facts, not on what has been concealed. And so your effort is to simply uncover and speak the truth and allow people to make educated decisions. And so this George Wendell is um, one of the key persons who, who might be able to stop the madness that's going on in the OBGYN uh, industry. So one more time, what is his email? What is his title? And what should the message be? Dr. George Wendell, MD, Executive Director of the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology. His email is gwendell, W-E-N-D-E-L, at abog, A-B-O-G, dot org. And circulate my letter. Uh, in that letter are 1,019 references, Graham, from peer-reviewed medical journals documenting morbidity and mortality from this ex very dangerous experimental gene jab. And, and this message to Dr. Wendell should be simply to the effect, hey, uh, stop pushing this vaccine on pregnant women. That's the bottom line, right? Copy in my letter. Give all your viewers a copy of my letter all right, all right. And, and send it to George Wendell and demand that they retract and, and that they retract the threats to their OBs and that they retract the use of the experimental gene therapy in pregnant women and women of reproductive age. And does this, does this letter exist uh, on your website anywhere? Do you have it online anywhere? I, I don't have a website. All right. Um, I'll put it on my... <laughs> And, and, you know, for those of you who have any um, uh, uh, problems with the 
experimental gene therapy in pregnancy or know somebody, email me. Okay. It's J-A-T-H-O-R-P at bellsouth.net. I have a lot of um, um, letters sent to me, emails that documenting some significant, uh, horribly tragic morbidities and mortalities. I'm sure. And one more time, your email, doctor. J as in James, A as in Alan Thorpe, T-H-O-R-P, no E, at bell, like ring a bell, south as in direction, dot net. Got it. Well, doctor, keep up uh, uh, the God's work that you're doing. It is God's work. Uh, and it is on behalf of uh, the Almighty as, as well as people on this earth as well. And it's also defending the constitutional rights of, of the people affected as well. So, Doctor, thank you very much. And please keep us informed, okay? Thank you very much, Thank you. Attention, have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? you may be entitled to compensation. Call Zantac Justice now for a free legal case review. The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug ranitidine may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Consult your physician prior to discontinuing any use of medication. Please call 800-868-3048. Attention, this is an important message for anyone diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma after being exposed to Roundup or other weed killers. In 2015, the Internal Agency for Research on Cancer warned that overexposure to Roundup and other weed killers may increase the risk of developing non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. After losing a number of court cases, the maker of Roundup recently announced that a global settlement had been reached and agreed to pay over $10 billion to resolve pending cases. Please call 800-376-1935. So just to recap, through the VARS reporting system, there have been more than a million reported cases of adverse reactions to the so-called vaccines. This is the reported number with a 1% compliance. So if it's a million reported, what's the actual number? Well, it could be 100 million. And there have been 21,700 plus dead. 21,700, 1% compliance. You can do the number um, on that one, and the, the, the thousands of miscarriages, and on, and Guillain-Barre, and heart conditions, and on, and on, and on. My best advice to you is, if you're one of the people who understand what's going on in the medical industry right now in this country, and it is sad that ivermectin is being ignored, hydroxychloroquine is being ignored, and in some cases won't even be filled by certain pharmacies, that these prophylactics or these early therapeutics are being almost completely ignored, that the hospitals want you actually to get sicker so they get more money. So if you see what's going on, that you go on these websites that I have put on my website, gramledger.com, I put them in the, in the notes. Um, this program may or may not happen, but there have been previous episodes that talks about protocols that include ivermectin, that include hydroxychloroquine and vitamin C. And all of these existing remedies that can be used early on to knock out COVID, which is in, in many cases, in many circles, no more lethal than the flu. Don't go to the hospital. That's the recommendation. Whatever you do, don't get in the hospital because they'll let you get sicker. They'll give you remdesivir, which doesn't do anything. In some cases, it makes it worse. And they'll say, oh, look, they've gotten worse. 
We're going to snake a tube down them and then you're in real trouble. But they get more money. So resist. Resist not only for your health, but resist for the sake of the United States Constitution. And these doctors who speak out and speak up against the vaccine and for common sense medical practices, prophylactically or early therapeutics, God bless them. We need to support them and stand by them. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs>